Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is another AMA episode. That is Ask Me Anything. I'd love to answer your questions. And if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at VictorJM.com. That's Victor at VictorJM.com. Dr. Kevin Sue from New York City asks, I like your idea of buying on the line and moving the line. Does that concept ever apply to what the U.S. government calls opportunity zones as well? Those designated areas generally, which are considered bad and need of redevelopment. Supposedly, they have significant tax incentives if selling after 10 years. What are your thoughts on investing in opportunity zones? Well, Kevin, this is a great question. Over the years, we've developed this strategy that we call buy on the line, move the line. So what is that line? That's the line that exists in every city in America. And on this side of the line over here, there's lots of coffee shops and art galleries. And then you go two blocks in the other direction. You go two blocks too far and you're in the hood. And wherever you're sitting listening to this, I know you can visualize that line in whatever city you are in North America. The idea is to develop just on the wrong side of that line. And now the line is on the other side of your property. When you go get an appraisal, the only comparable properties are on the good side of the line. There are no comps in the hood. There are no comps in the hood. So a qualified opportunity zone is something that was introduced in the Trump tax code back in 2017, the single largest revamp of the tax code since Ronald Reagan. The idea is to stimulate development of some of the poorest and economically disadvantaged areas in the country. And each state had the opportunity to designate up to 25% of the lowest income areas as qualified opportunity zones, which would qualify for preferred tax treatment by sheltering capital gains from taxation. So the short answer is yes. Qualified opportunity zone investments can dovetail very nicely into the buy on the line strategy. In particular, we've seen several cases where that boundary of an opportunity zone is actually in a good area. You might have the opportunity zone on one side of the street and then on the other side of the street, you're actually in quite a good area. Now, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not an accountant, I'm not a tax accountant, my role is not to provide you tax advice. But what I'm saying to you is that this circumstance, if you look carefully at the opportunity zone map, wherever you're looking in the country, it might pertain to you. The benefit of investing in an opportunity zone follows a pretty complex formula. I'm not gonna go into all those details right now, but from a financial modeling perspective, A good way to think about it is that a qualified opportunity zone investment by sheltering your capital gains for 10 years or more translates into an improvement of your internal rate of return by two percentage points over that time period. So if your investment was going to earn you 10%, now with the tax advantage, you're going to make 12. If you were making 14, now you're going to make 16. That's a way to think about it. The question is, would you do something dramatically different for just two points improvement in the rate of return? There are other things that are a much bigger influence than just the opportunity zone on your rate of return. Have you got the right sponsor? Are they the right individual that's going to take your money and they're going to be a good steward of your money and deliver on what they promised? You can have a project that looks great on paper, but doesn't look great in reality. So it's far more important than just is this a qualified opportunity zone. You got to make sure you're doing business with the right deal sponsor. Do they have the experience? Do they have the track record? Do they have the ability to deliver? So you want to do the due diligence on three elements, a sponsor, a specific opportunity, and then the submarket. And when you get all three of those right, you've made a good investment. So I want to thank you, Dr. Kevin Sue, for a great question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>